Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Parapod is an entertainment podcast. It is strongly advised that you do not undertake any of the instructions or tasks contained within this show. Neither the Parapod nor its presenters are liable for any misfortune befalling listeners who ignore this warning. The Parapod. Hello, it's not the Parapod. It's the Ask the Industry Podcast. My name's Simon Kane, and for those of you new to the show, this one is a little different to our usual episodes. In this episode, I interviewed the founders of The Parapod. The Parapod is a podcast about the paranormal, which has a cult-like following that has grown really fast since its beginning at the end of 2015. There are only 20 episodes in, and in my opinion, it is one of the best comedy podcasts out there. However, there is a darker side to the show. I've got to put a trigger warning on this episode, as we do talk about death, suicide, and depression. We talk about how online bullying can impact people psychologically and in their real life, and how online success and going viral can also be a negative as well as a positive. It's a really interesting interview and I'm really proud of how it came out. But like I said, it's a little different to what we're used to. These guys have had a, a large amount of success. The two people I speak to in it are Ray Peacock or Ian Boldsworth, who talks quite openly and candidly about being, I would say, bullied into changing his stage name. But also times have changed and as a result, he's had to make a bit of a concession in his career and how that is going to impact the longevity of his act. And Barry Dodds, who was in his own was just a jobbing comedian on the circuit who has been thrust forward into a limelight of a lot of online bullying, a lot of online abuse, and yet continues to put himself out there in a very open and honest and vulnerable way. He reveals in the podcast how that impacted him and what thoughts went through his mind when he was getting attacked for the first time in such a public forum. If you want more interviews about the comedy industry and about the darker side of comedy and about podcasting and and online content in general, please do subscribe. But without any more delays, this is my interview with the Parapod founders, Ray Peacock and Barry Dodds. Yeah, normally we're separate. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're recording now. All right. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I tell you, do you want to say... Hello. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> what? It doesn't need to be that close, but I can adjust the volume, so that's fine. Um, I'll tell you what to do. Just, yeah, do it like that. I think that'd be alright. But don't you use... Is that picking up alright on both of us? Uh, Here's me. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 8, 9, 10. Hang on, I'm just turning it up. Uh, You should be fine. Yeah, go on. Hello. 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 (laughs) Hello. Is that alright? Yeah, that's... Look at I'm trembling. It's fine. I know you are. It's like you've seen a ghost. Don't Um, I'm in pain. You're in pain. Do you, yeah, do you not want to be the one that holds it? I don't mind. Yeah, I think we can, you, we yeah, can, you hold it. I'm not holding it. 
Do you, I mean, uh, do we have like a we could make a, we could make a stand or something? Is that? Let him tremble. We're no. Gonna, <laughs> we're totally not going to get through any questions. That'll be fine. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I'll hold it as long as I can. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now he's got a soundbite to masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I mean, we thought we'd already established. I mean, oh yeah, that, that would be me gay, not him gay. So that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first question was going to be: At what point, like prior to the Parapod, did you come up with the idea of doing this together? Because you, as, as far as I'm aware, you haven't done a project to, between you before this. Um, not an official project, but we did end up working together on the radio show. Yeah, it it all started because I was meant to do an interview about ghosts on... Was it about ghosts? Yeah, it was about me taking the comedians into Pontefract. About me taking some comics into a house in Pontefract. I was meant to do an interview um, on Ray's show and I missed the interview. And he was furious. And then it became a rule. (laughs) Why was I furious? Because because my phone was out of signal. So you couldn't... But what was I doing while your phone wasn't working? Live on the radio, trying trying to ring me. So you appreciate why I would be furious? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to then film... You had to a fill half a half an hour section. That yeah, was planned for an interview. Yeah, no, I, and you rightly saw, yes, and, yes, and, and I rang you. <laughs> yeah, and I rang you. Apologise, yeah, I texted yeah, yeah. you immediately. I mean, was was that good preparation for filling certain bits in the pod? <laughs> uh, no, no, it was. Um, it, it was actually fine. It was just I get. Um, I still do it nowadays. It happened the other week on Foodbar, didn't it? On somebody. Yeah, someone can. So, uh, that happened as well. It happened again with someone else. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, an actor, and she. Um, Ambrosia. Ambrosia was that a name? Was that yeah, a name? Yeah, yeah, okay. Isn't that a yogurt? Uh, it's Ambrosia. a custard. I think it's a custard. Custard, right, a rice, yeah. a rice custard, pudding right. custard. Right. Um, but I don't right. think that's who it is. Okay. And she didn't answer, and I went off one again, didn't I? Yeah. I, I get. I, it makes me really cross that when someone's planned plan to do something, you know, and then they're not there, then it's sort of a, yeah. I get abnormally cross about it. So I was furious with you on air. Yeah. But then when we spoke afterwards, I I, I had calmed down then yeah. and was like, I wasn't actively angry with you at that point yeah but I did see an opportunity then to make your life a bit of a misery yeah which then became this rule that because I'd missed that one I had to do an interview every week yeah or it was like, 10 originally for 10 originally and then I got a call every week um, and so that's how it started happening yeah. and, and we I just kept up in it and I, I kept up on it yeah 15. <laughs> uh, I yeah. find something that you said during the chat yeah, and go. That's out of order. You're doing another week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was every it. Yeah. Week. And um, you did that till I left. Yeah, <laughs> I never did the time on that. Um, yeah, and then when when that ended, you had the idea of doing something where we talked about ghosts. Yeah, but I, well, I think, but had we not, had we not, I might misremember this. Had we not, in real life, spoke on the phone, what is now essentially the parapod. So had we not? Had, I think we'd had. Well, chats. you'd tell me things on the phone. Yeah, so yeah, and we'd laugh about it so much that yeah, it was then. So it wasn't. There was no precedent for it at all. Yeah, I think it was something that was happening in real life. This is how I remember it anyway. Something that was happening in real life that I said, "Let's like structure this into a podcast." Yeah, mm. and it sort of started because I wanted to get you to come into a haunted house I was trying to get you to come in and you were like it's bollocks and I was telling you no it's not bollocks and I think maybe I, that's I, how I it I kept all... crying off though because it was so expensive oh, was that right? like you kept ringing and going do you want to come and I go yeah and then you'd ring me an hour later and go can you transfer 50 quid to my account 
And I'd be like, I'm, <laughs> no, not, no. I'm not putting 50 quid no, in your account. That, I, I don't think that. Happens. I found that shocking. When you're talking about Pontefract, how much it costs to go. And never, then, and never cost me a penny. I've been twice. Never cost me a penny. No, not that, but yeah. like you've been. <laughs> yeah. And like Chillingham Castle, I think you said as well. Yeah. Like, that's, it's really expensive. But Chillingham's a hotel, though, so you do go there and stay there. It's, it's not like you just, it's not, it's not being charged to just go and stand in there. Yeah. You go and stay there for a few days. But yeah, I, I go for my birthday right, and so. I take friends and we stay away. So it is, I am staying in a haunted place and I've got an interest in it, but at the same time, I'm happy being there, okay. having a holiday away somewhere. But I mean, you, you pay the same money to go and stay in a poshish hotel. You pay but, the same money to stay in a Premier Inn. In but, a you, but you paid the same amount to go and stay in the house in Pontefract, didn't you? It's like £300 a night, you said. I didn't pay a penny. No, he, him, not you. I worked <laughs> out that if we blackmailed the, the owner... <laughs> no, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a go at him on this as well. Yeah. Don't you? No, he's nice. <laughs> he's a really nice bloke. Yeah, he's though. lovely. He's a really nice bloke. Oh, he, he sounds um, lovely, but he's not giving me one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, good call. Yeah, but at yeah, the same time, the, these prices reflect the amount of people who are going in to stay. Yeah, and they work out. Mark. they work yeah. out about the same as staying in like a Premier Inn or something. It's also not... It's Even though I've, I've took the mickey out of it a little bit, it's, it's also, one, not compulsory. Mm, okay. yeah. So he's, you've not got to go to that. Yeah. And two, he is running a business. So it's it, it's not that he's yeah. um, renting it out for people to stay there overnight. You know, travellers on the... on the, I don't mean travellers as in gypsy folk. I mean travellers <laughs> as in yeah. people who are like working out or whatever. It's supply and demand. Yeah, well, yeah. It, 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 they're going there to experience... They don't know until they get there, nothing. But well. but they're going there with, <laughs> with, with the idea that they're going to a haunted house. And, and it has a history of being a haunted house. Right. That is, you know, that's a... A factual thing that is reported that it's haunted and all that. It's yeah. not like Bill just got up one morning and decided I'm, I'm going to pretend it's haunted. You know, yeah. he he bought it as a quote unquote haunted house. So I, d- I don't really have that much of an issue with him charging a bit more for for that thing for that experience, if you like. You know. Yeah, I mean, you, I find I buy more experiences than clothes, for example. So I would pay more, yeah. so for example, to go on a roller coaster than I would to go and buy a pair of jeans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as a result, in that capacity I understand it I, I, you've just reminded me there's a book I want to recommend to you I don't, I don't know if you'd want to read it as well you can't um, read okay. <laughs> you can read it to him <laughs> you can swear. I don't, I'm you can't swear can you um, no you can swear what you want oh, yeah. you can fine I can't yeah. right. you, uh, this, it's an adult podcast so it's absolutely fine okay. uh, oh yeah really quickly before we carry on uh, things you should know because I presume you haven't listened to any of them um, the, no 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 it's fine I, I presume every guest hasn't because it makes my okay. life my ego a lot less big as well yeah. um, you can say whatever you want uh, you can hear it before it goes out if you want. Uh, okay. I'll have a deadline for when it needs to go out, so I'll, I'll need that done by then. Okay. You can have final edit if you really wanted to have something taken out. If there's any questions, that, well, I always just give every... Most of the time, the guests are people like agents and promoters yeah. and, and yeah. TV commissioners, and so they like having editorial more yeah. than anything. Yeah. So, but I give everyone the option. Um, if you get asked a question that you don't want to answer, you can say you don't want it asked, and I can edit it out. Okay. Uh, there's show notes that come with every podcast, so anything you plug will get like listed in there. So <coughs> it's all good. Cool? It's cool, yeah. Great. Really. Um, yeah, the book I was going to recommend is called. Uh, it's by Ryan Holiday, and it is. And I'll take. I'll link you to it. But it's called. Uh, I think it's called Believe Me, I'm Lying, or so. Trust Me, I'm Lying. Okay. And it's a book all about uh, manipulating the media yeah. and being able to make them print stuff by working up the chain. So, for example, if you start local press, and then you, st- and then once you've got, also, or even more now, if you start small bloggers, and then you go to bigger bloggers with the small blogger thing, and then you go to the, the small press, and then you eventually get to like the Daily Mail or yeah. whatever. And it's a really interesting thing on how you can make a, a story without, you know, well, sort well, of having it, a story. It, yeah, it's, it's the more, I mean, that's been going on for years, really, that. It's, it's more, because it's, larger newspapers, or Fleet Street newspapers, mm. what used to be Fleet Street newspapers, yeah. 
um, scoop. So they scoop mm. from local press. Yeah. So all, all you need to do is get a ridiculous enough story mm. or a, a unique enough story into a local press, and it'll end up in the nationals. That's how that's how the bloke who recently went into East Drive into Pontefract. Yeah. Ended up in all the Daily Mirror and that, and they were talking as if no one had ever been in there before. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying things like, "Oh yeah, I spoke to the makers of the film. I spoke to the filmmakers, um, yeah, and, 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 got, and got access to which the is house. kind, which is kind of true because Bill, who owns the house, was the producer mm. of the movie. But but it's it's sort of true, but it sounds like a bigger deal than it is well, because what, everyone who stays there speaks to that's Bill. What PR is, yeah, though, isn't it? That's what you know. That's how you do things like that. That's how you do. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I read this book about three years ago when okay. I was really getting into social media marketing and stuff, and I found it really interesting that you can you can create a narrative for yourself using the internet. Mm. And and he goes into because his job his job title is media manipulator at Urban Outfitters, okay. and his job is to make fake adverts and leak them, and then get free press from them. Right, and it's a he's so good at it, and yeah. he, and, he, and he, to the point of he still has that job. He is still the head of marketing at Urban Outfitters. But he's printed a book and how he's doing it. Right. So they still believe everything he sends them, yeah, yeah. which is amazing to me. Yeah. And and it's it's part of the reason why I got obsessed by your podcast is because it's the same kind of thing where you were talking about uh you you I think it was your cat story where you you sort of made up a, a, a oh guy, the guy in the garden yeah the, the guy, guy who's looking garden, for a cat yeah. Yeah. and and how people got annoyed by mm, that mm. but it's the reverse in real life in that because well, well do you know what with that though people uh, people didn't really get annoyed too much about the idea that I, we told a lie because the rule we had at that point was if there's a lie on it by the end of the episode yeah. you'll be told yeah. um, the issue with it what I found very interesting was is how many people tweeted us and we were sat there going they've not heard to the end yet yeah. They haven't heard to the end. So, so their immediately, immediate response was to go, well, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this. Which is interesting to me, because that's what I do. That's mm. my take on, on the paranormal. Is I go, no, but it could be, you know, whatever. Mm. It was interesting to see. It's that thing of, like, like you always say, know your enemy. It's, it's that idea mm. that in order to understand why people are taken in by this, in my, you know, how I feel about it, then... I need to see it from the other side. I need to see yeah. how easy it is to do it or how difficult it is to do it for mm. that matter um, to sort of put something forward. Mm. It's like in series two, the Babadook thing, is that, that I, what I had to do in that was become Carol, essentially. Yeah. Was to become, you know, who's the, the psychic yeah. lady from Pontefract, um, was to take that side of it and to play something that I knew was untrue to see if people would believe it, mm. well, to see if one person would, but to see if you would believe mm. it, Barry would believe it, um, and that's it. So I, I find it very interesting from the other side to actually to see how it, it it's relatively easy, but there are tricks to it. Yeah, there are tricks. So things like when we were planning that, everyone got so excited about doing it, and I had to then say no. Two of you to start. No, you can't all just yeah. rush to Barry now and say it. Because no one's going to fall yeah. for that if you all do it. So I, I would have been interested to see if he would have fallen for that. If because well, the amount of people I, that tweet, I would have. If, if you, it, you, you may have done. It depends, it depends but, what mood you were in at the time that it happened. And the amount of people that tweet you guys now random stuff, like you, yeah. you always say, you know, people all this time are sending you really random. Cons- I mean, I've sent you some stuff through that I've seen on different websites because I wanted mm. to see how you react to it. So I figured if enough people were sending you stuff other than that as well. You know what I mean? It would just blend in. But if it all happened in the same five minutes... Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that, yeah. So that, that yeah. was what... So I was saying, so two of you do it, and we decided who's going to do it. 
and then two more of you do it tomorrow, mm. and then the originals can carry on talking about it. So we drip this through, mm. uh, but we only had like I think it was four or five days I had yeah. to do this to turn this round, which is when I came up with the the idea that everything's been taken off the, the internet, yeah. that everything's been taken off the internet, which is the ultimate safety net. That's mm. a perfect safety net because what I know that would awaken Barry is he'll start thinking, oh. This, oh wow they, they've got this power to take it, it wouldn't cross his mind hmm. to think it was never on the internet in the first place the the interesting thing about the way you phrased that is so and forgive me I'm not accusing you of this at all but the amount of people that he's actually, had, honestly no matter what you do he's had worse it. batterings in this room yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll also forget it in terms of <laughs> uh, look I don't right. fucking remember him <laughs> okay sat where he is right now he's had, he's had worse hidings <laughs> well well uh, Eliza Lamb. Uh, yeah, um, the, Still weird that. I'm not. Okay, we're, we're, okay we're, we're not going to get too much into the mysteries because this is no, my, my, podca- my, podca- my podcast is not your podcast, but with me in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the, I was just going to say that you've been accused a lot of being a character, for example. Yeah. And and the way you said that made me feel like, and I might be wrong, that you sort of had to think of him like that in order to work out what moves he would do because you had to get into his head, and to do that, you would have to. Um, well, no, not really, because it's because I know he's not. So I, so I, I, I know that now. <laughs> I, 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 I just think of him as as anyone that you would have a debate. If you were to have a debate mm. with someone, as anyone you would have a debate right. with, is that you would uh, need to know, you know, just kind of second guess their moves. Like this is the famous thing with the, the Gore Vidal interviews. Do you remember the Gore Vidal? Well, you won't remember them. You're too young, but as am I. But the Gore Vidal interviews with uh, your man, oh, what's the bloke's name? Really conservative man. I can't remember his name. I want to say Priestley, but that's not right. But Gore Vidal did some interviews, some live TV interviews, and what, where the other man slipped up was he didn't know enough about Gore Vidal before they had these debates. It was, it was around the time of the election of uh, Bobby Kennedy, I think it was, and... Um, they had these live debates on on TV in America that became a huge. You know, they just ripped into each other. But on the first debate, the other guy, I can't believe I've got a blank on this man's name. I'm gonna actually, you can cut this out. But I'm gonna Google his name, so I know it for definite. That's okay. Um, hang on, Gore Vidal. I I do know what you mean though. So while you're googling that, I do know what you mean because most of the guests I have on here are. I wouldn't say surprised, but they're they're a little bit because most of them have had like twenty odd years in the industry, yeah. and I spend hours googling people before I get them on, yeah, yeah. and looking up interviews I've done before so I don't double up on questions and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And and most of the time when I get them on, they sit there and just go, "Oh yeah, I remember I did," and I have to really think. Yeah, about yeah, it. totally. Um, but, but that's and that's someone you're not going to. It was Bill Buckley Jr. By the way, it was okay. Um, uh, uh, who who eventually lost the debates. Because Gore Vidal and about the sixth or seventh one, um, there's a documentary about it. I can't remember what the documentary's called, but it's a really, really good film uh, where Gore Vidal gets under his skin so much that Buckley on live television calls him a little queer, like really viciously, because because Vidal says something about he's like a Nazi. He goes, Don't you call me a Nazi, you little queer! Like, and it's a real shock moment where he just lost his temper and went. But their first interview that they had together, mm. um, Buckley hadn't didn't know enough about Vidal. Mm. So he didn't know how the debate was going to go or the tricks he would employ or, you know, all that sort of thing. How someone argues. And I think if you're going to have an argument... I mean, we're not, we're not having a real argument, me and Barry, but if we're going to have a debate, yeah. then uh, uh, 
as as much of my research is about second guessing Barry as about finding out the facts. So it's like, what will he believe? What will his take on that be? What will that mm. be? What will that be? And and I think nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm covered. Mm. The only thing I, the, the only thing that I can remember that came properly out left field was um, when Barry said that if you pretend to be a Bigfoot and go out, <laughs> that you would get you're, you're risking getting bummed by a Bigfoot, and that's the only thing that I had I had not. While we're on that, did you? find that in research well I say research. did you find that on Google or did you make that up yourself I think it was in some documentary with Tom Selleck he was no, uh, no, have you got no, his, no, have no, you got his no, real no, name no, yet no. wait have you got his real name I oh, know <laughs> sorry right yeah what was what's, his what's name right. you, what was it, what's his real name I don't know a man who looks like Tom Selleck it was a bloke who looked like I think it was in that and it was about they went into the woods dressed up as them and there was like what happened and it makes sense. It doesn't though, because no, I, no it may, if you were a yeti, go on. No, I was going to say, go on. Do it. Where, where, where does it? I, sh- I should point out this hasn't been staged. This is uh, yeah, leg- legitimately. Yeah, honestly, that's the story of my life. This hasn't been staged. Where does the aggressor place the place his aggression? I don't know what you mean. Well, where somebody's dressed as a Bigfoot, yeah, right. They're the ones that are going to be, in your words, bummed. All right, okay, yeah. yeah. Also, sorry, I was going to say you said in the podcast they've got. Sorry, to interrupt you, but Stay he, he, you said that they're quite. Uh, they like give gifts and stuff, so they've got like a societal uh, setup, which the... means that, that don't they have? Aren't they evolved enough to not rape? Like, aren't they evolved to like just you know not immediately jump on any creature that comes near them? But it's but not a fair point. Like, no, it? no it, it is a fair point. But but what I'd say, um, to be semi-serious for a moment, <laughs> is that you, you could say a thing about same thing about human beings. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. 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 I get that. Not. No. No. But it was. But sorry, it was just a point floating yeah, around. Yeah. 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 It's my, my the whole thing is <laughs> my issue is more, one more of a, a logistic point of view. Go ahead. Is, you do logistics. <laughs> even if it was consensual, mm. where, <laughs> where is there a bum flap in the costume? Is there does. Is there a bum in the costume? I was literally thinking yeah. that. How detailed did you go with the costume? Because yeah. it's got tits and now how, it's got a bum hole. How's it penetrating the costume? <laughs> and, and if it's... Pe- Look at the face. And if, if, it's, if it has penetrated the costume, surely that would be the moment it realised that this wasn't actually what it, it thought it was. And, or is but it, or is it stories, through the costume? But these people who go to Thailand... And oh, my like, God. They get involved with a fit lass at a bar... Go back to the hotel. Hmm. Driving test. Halfway through. <laughs> halfway through. Yeah, it's a blow. Oh, there's a cock. Yeah. Right. Oh, Wait, halfway through? <laughs> you, no, you know what I mean? You're necking on, you, you, yeah, yeah, you're but, having but, a bit but, of fear, yeah, then all of a sudden, oh, what? But, but then what? cock then and what? balls. And yeah, then yeah, and some people just be like, well, God, put the I'm effort in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is... Th- a Bigfoot isn't a person in Thailand on a holiday. The, the Bigfoot is in, it's an animalistic thing according to you that it'll just get old or something and fuck it right. it, it can't because there's nothing to fuck it would get annoyed that it wouldn't find a hole if anything there's nothing to fuck so it's it's a costume isn't it so there's nothing it can't penetrate the costume and then if it got the costume off off it it would realise that's a human being so the 
your original point is moot because it's yeah, there's something in the way. Yeah, it doesn't believe that it's an Bigfoot. Well, <laughs> you were, you were visualizing it. I can try your face. To... Imagine, I don't imagine, know, you'll have look, to ask look, Tom Selleck. Look, there's a Kermit. The bloke who looks like Tom Selleck. Okay, okay, there's a Ker- I don't want to go into this too much, but there's a Kermit over there, right, <laughs> that doesn't have a hole in it. So yeah. if you imagined that I was in that oh, Kermit. Oh, <laughs> I've had a look. <laughs> let's, all right, <laughs> can we, let's move on. Yeah, uh, well, uh, well, what I'd say with that Kermit there, it's a replica Kermit, uh, mm. If I threw that into the into the front garden now... A frog wouldn't fuck yeah, it. Yeah, frogs wouldn't fuck it. <laughs> but... They wouldn't jump on pig, it. There might, be, frog. there might be a pig out there. How many, how, like, many, <laughs> how many times do you see dog shagging teddies? On the seen, internet. I have never seen that in my life, but I believe you. Yeah, you but, know what no, I mean? No, Hang on, what have you been Googling? No, you dogs, say it all the time. Even no, I don't. Like, you've been framed. The day of the show is... Yeah, no, like, that's, no, that's true. But they fuck yeah, legs. I, they, 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 yeah. That's because they have a... And they're not fucking it. They're rubbing up against it. Well, it's an animalistic. Thing, yeah, isn't it? yeah, it's, it's, it's ditto with big it's horny. Is what yeah, it is. But, but no, but this. <laughs> but, is, but even if that's true of big of Bigfoot or Big Five, to give them the correct term, uh, <laughs> even if that's true of them, even if that is true, it y- your original point is irrelevant because because they don't need to be dressed up. Your your point was what you were saying in the podcast was that if somebody dressed up as a Bigfoot, a Bigfoot would mistake that for a real Bigfoot. So. If you're going to use the argument that they're like dogs and will rot anything, then being dressed up is irrelevant. Right. It doesn't matter, does it? I mean, is this what we're meant to be talking about? No, no, not at all. Right, my point... <laughs> my point was... Even how got to this? <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about how the like fucking show works. My, we're, we're way off the question. My original... What was the question? <laughs> the, the, the question was going to... Okay, well, well, I'll modify the question so that hopefully it will stay on, on top, topic. Um... You've been accused a lot of being a character. Yeah. Right. You're not. I can tell. Like, <laughs> anyone listening is now. He's not. Right. And if he is, you've played it very straight since I've got here. Right. Um, <laughs> even before the Which, recording. By the way, not to throw a spanner in the works, is possible. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. I was thinking <laughs> like, Andy. I was thinking Andy Kaufman. I was thinking yeah, he yeah, literally yeah, is yeah. a method actor who's carrying on with this. <laughs> yeah. But at the same token, I. I at some point you would realise it was. Do you know what I mean? Like you, yeah, yeah. It, it would be obvious enough. But you, you don't strike me as a character. Uh, now I'm sat opposite you. But I'm pretty normal. It's like just because I believe in these things that are outlandish, that's just one thing about is the rest of me. I think I'm pretty. I think I'm okay. a pretty normal bloke. As a listener, yeah. Right, as a, of the podcast, I don't. I don't worry about you because of you believing in ghosts. I have friends of mine who believe in ghosts and gods and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And I don't worry about them. It's more your thought process in in justifying the belief that worries me. It's, Does that make sense? It's, it's, but, but why why is it but why is it worrying? That's that's my question back to that. Why is it worrying? Be, because wait, how did this become right? Because <laughs> because you, you you selective you seem to selectively hear stuff. Um, which again, I, and I'm not accusing you of this, but it could come out in the edit, and it could be that kind of thing. So, okay, well, uh, what I'll say on that, uh, as we're because um, we're clarifying takes, things, yeah, here, with like with the character and all that sort of thing. The edit, it's up to you whether you agree with this or not, but I think you will agree with it. Is that the edit nine times out of ten tones down what happened rather than tones it up? But yeah. that, but that implies that you know. To how you're coming off when you listen to you well, know what I mean, mean? what I mean is, is the, the edit makes it the edit is the, the opposite of biased okay really it, it levels I don't it. have anything to do with the editing 
But, like, but, no, but you are there when we record. Well, no, but you, so, yeah. so you know yeah. you're not misrepresented in the edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. you'd turn around and say, that's not how I said that. And yeah. you cut that to make that sound like, do yeah. you know what I mean? And that, yeah. It's a bit like at the very end of one of the series you did the Darren Brown, No Powers. That that mm. song, mm. that was clearly cut to... I mean, it was, it was actually yeah. probably the same thing, but you just put a backing track to it. It sounded yeah. like... But it, it you... I re-recorded the names. I re-recorded a load of names. Yeah. But Barry and that song is just sound bites from the series. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Okay. Um, well, my original question was going to be, first of all, how are you dealing with that? <laughs> because if I was getting accused of... I mean, I get annoyed a little bit when people call me an act on stage, even though it's a hyperbole of who I am. It's, mm. a, it's very much me. So I can imagine if someone started calling me a character, even though they've only got a nugget of my existence to go on, and it happens to be something that's very personal to you, are you... Is that causing you... Don't be professional, just tell the absolute truth. I, th- I think I got really annoyed. Yeah. I got really annoyed at the start. I mean, I came into this sort of not having... I mean, I know I do stand-up and things like that, but I've never been the sort of focus of something in, in like, a podcast or a show or something. Like, my Twitter thing sat at about a 1,000 followers or something. Mm. And then, very quickly, lots of people are then coming on and all having got, and it was like... It was a real shock, and it, it was a steep learning curve, and it was fast. There was, there was a point in Series 1, I remember in Series 1, and if you want this quitting out, then say okay. it but there was a point in Series 1... Where I think I was talking to you um, pretty much daily for about three or four weeks yeah. about this. Yeah. That I was having to talk you down every day and say to you, um, it means they're engaged in the show. You can't try to detach yourself from it Yeah. in terms of they're, they're shouting at what we've presented to them. Mm-hmm. You know that they're, they're That's very much what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's not. See, this. Is oh no, thing. I understand. I've yeah, never yeah. had it. Uh, you know, I, I've never experienced it in any of the podcasts I've done before. So I, although I've been in, I've been in podcasts before that have had. Uh, well, the the difference is with the the Ray Peacock podcast, which had an act called Raji James in it, is that Raji was accentuated. You know, yeah, he, he was a character. Um, yeah, a character. I think is pushing it, but, okay. it, but it, but it was certainly exaggerated on his side. You know, he knew what he was right. doing. He was exaggerating it, and and that's not happening at all with Barry. So it's um, and I under- I saw how sometimes nasty it got with Raji. You know, it, it really did. So the, the the problem with it is, I, I've gone through periods of, of time of thinking. I should take responsibility for that. That that's that's my because of how I talk to the person on the podcast. Other people think it's all right for them in okay. real life to do yeah, that yeah. as well. Now, it isn't all right, but I understand why someone psychologically would think that that they were playing along with it. I, I get that. Um, it, but it's also why I've also been very vigilant throughout my podcasting career when things like this have come up. I've been very vigilant in steadfastly showing that I fall down on the side of the person who's being, who's experiencing the quote-unquote abuse, right? Mm. So I, I, whenever you've got stuff that is too far, that, mm. that is too far, I'm fasting. I'm very fasting to make... Because otherwise, what, what I think that does, what I hope that does, is that that makes them go, oh, I was doing what Ray does. And then they realise that they're not me, yeah. so they're not they're not mates with him. Yeah. So it's it isn't all right then. Mm. You know, I'm I'm in 
I'm very well. I don't know if you think it, but I I certainly feel like I'm very protective of people that I work with. I'm very, um, it, like what we said about that. I spoke to him every day for a period of time. Mm. Is that that's because imp- I could have just gone, oh, fucking grow up, mate. Mm. Which was not, you know, and other people mm. said that's so, yeah, here. You need to grow up, and think, you know, things like that. Mm. Um, but I don't think that. I I, I do understand it. I understand <coughs> the level of stuff. Um, that you know, seventy five percent of it is calling you an idiot, and twenty five percent of it is saying you're not who you purport to be. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. all insulting, yeah, and can get to you if it's one that you can maybe shoulder that off. But if it's like two hundred over a period of an hour, oh yeah, of course that'll get to you. Yeah, of course it, it would. It came, it came thick and fast, and I think it was by about the sixth or seventh episode of the first series. Where I think that's why we'd reached the point where I was ringing you every day. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was letting off steam. So yeah. you'd sort of get the brother yeah. at me going, fucking hell, blah, 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 blah. and you go, right, fine, and sort of talk me down. Yeah. And I think if I hadn't had that, I think I would have quit there yeah, and yeah, then. Yeah. I would just went, if, I don't I, I don't need this. Was it was it you ringing him because you saw them as an extension of him? Or was it you ringing him because he's part of the project? Or could you have rung some? or were you ringing other people as well? You were speaking to other people as well. Okay. Because I, I thought they some, some of the comments you so, sort of yeah, but I rang you because you I were. I remember another comment called me about it. Really, and said that they didn't think you were as robust as we thought you were. Right. Okay. And I took that on board at the time. Who was it? And said Longley. All right. Okay. And I thought I didn't dismiss that. I thought, is that right? And then I, I said to Longley, I said, look, he's, he's being looked after. I'm, I've mm. got my eye on him. It's fine. Um, and I won't let it get out of hand. Um, but it is a. I, I, w- I would presume it's because I've got form with us, so I've not. It's. Do you know what? It's a shock and and a weird adjustment when anything is successful. Yeah. Like no, no matter how that success comes, that or, or how you measure that success. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, totally. But mm. that in itself, when you suddenly realise you're getting how many thousand downloads a week, mm. and that a lot of people are engaged with it. That even that's a nice thing. Mm. It's still a bit of a oh oh that makes yeah. it a bit weird, um, and you have to adjust to that. So if you add on to that, and also mm. this success comes with the price of you'll be called an idiot every day. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, it, that is a lot to deal with. It really is. So you'd have to. You've certainly got to be. Uh, f- the the thing that I remember repeating to you the most, and I still say it from time to time now, is is that um, they think they're playing. Yeah, that was the thing I was saying. Yeah. they think they're playing; they're just missing the goal. That that's all it is. Mm. So they're not actually insulting you. And I think most of these people would be very upset if they thought you were upset. Mm. You know, um, they, they think they're yeah. playing along with it. It's just that they've not seen all the other messages. All they've yeah. seen is their own one. Mm. They don't know you've had a hundred of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've done a search for messages, and most of the ones I've read that call you something offensive. Yeah. I've I've never read one and thought that's gone. That's, I mean, I've actually no, it's not true. I've read a couple that I thought that is too far, yeah. right? But I would say, like you said, ninety nine percent of them are people just going, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe, you said, or, or or something in along those yeah. lines. And and I can relate to that because sometimes I feel like that as well. But I, I, I do as well. I hear them back, and I th- I think I put my head in my hands and go, oh, you fucking idiot. Why did you like when was we... that row we had recently? We had a row about something recently, where I'd you'd. It was on the release of the last episode. It was that night. There is last episode, 
and someone had said something to you on Twitter and you said to me you were going to stay off Twitter that night and I was pissed off because I was like it's the last episode I need you promoting it yeah um and and I was getting angry because I was saying to you you have read this tweet wrong right yeah because you decided it meant something that it didn't mean I can't remember what the content was of it but it, but the next day when we talked about it you were like I totally did I totally yeah because you it was the mood you were in and you might have had like ten other ones yeah, yeah. Is that the innocent ones get caught up with yeah, the yeah. with the pricky ones? You know. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's everything written down. I find, could, or a lot of things written down, can be taken two ways depending on your mood of it's reading. Mood you're in. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and if you've Absolutely. been reading yeah. thirty or forty, because my so I should explain in case you don't know anything about me. My day job is in social media, so okay. I spend a lot of time representing brands. And if something goes wrong for the brand, like a TV advert fucks up, or, or a, a celebrity who was accused of something was found drinking, what you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm the one that gets the backlash for that so I'm more than used to having to be reserved when 2,000 people think I represent brand X and I'm the wanker even though I'm not you're an actual person and you're getting mm. it whereas I'm representing a brand and I'm it you know what I mean yeah so yeah so I was just wondering psychologically if that was uh, affecting how also uh, it, like so I go on and let you finish what you're going to say no I just I, I just hear like I think we're like first of all I've never thought that because some people I would start taking that people were getting like genuinely angry and having a go at me and I was like oh don't listen mm. or I haven't made you listen to this mm. and <coughs> excuse me and for a lot of my life I've you know I've always had these beliefs and things just nobody's ever questioned me on them and of course now Ray does and the the results the podcast but I think people get so annoyed and worked up and it's like just, just let it go. It's not. But, but going back to that that point though, I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree that we, we will regularly say to each other, "I don't think they realise this is a comedy show." Mm. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? We're being, we've had like, it, it, it's it happens more on emails, like to the to the mm. contact email that that comes to us, right? Where people obviously can't get their anger into into 140 characters, <laughs> and uh, no, like no exaggeration, like sometimes five or six pages of email. Mm. Of just like e- either telling me why I'm wrong, like say what why ghosts exist, or telling Barry why they don't, and 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 you sort of read it and you go, there's not there's not been a word of humour in this email. <laughs> this is like you've taken this as, as if we've done a speech somewhere. As, mm. as much as much as it is a comedy podcast, and it's very apparent the further in you get, the the more the hilarity comes out. Yeah, because obviously you've got the re- re- reoccurring jokes and and stuff like that. Um, when I first, so okay, I'll tell you how I found it because this will make sense as to why this interview's come about. I was watching Rahelastapa, Rahelastapa, and you were on it, and yeah. uh, you were talking about audiences and I was stuff. Right, not Barry. Barry won't be on it. No, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Harry's been. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were confused. Going, what's that? Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Sorry, Barry did look confused as if I'd said he'd been on something else. Yeah. Um, Ray was on. Do, do you, sorry, do you mind? Do you want to be called Ray or Ian on this? Just for the rest uh, of the When's it out? Uh, it'll be out uh, for a month's time at this point. Yeah. It's Ian then. Ray's gone now. Oh, yeah. It's oh, is Ian. Yeah. Yeah. What's, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. What do you mean, Ray's gone? The name's gone as of the 27th of June. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what was the. Because re- it, uh, it's okay. t- far too long a story to get into. Well, well, but I, not just to what I've been talking about. Well, I've had really. a few. Well, okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you the questions I've had in that okay. area, and, okay. we'll, and we'll talk about you know, why you've got the name then, for yeah. example. Um, 
So when I first started the podcast, I, first of all, when I heard, I knew of you, but I'd never seen you live. Okay. And I'd never heard a podcast by you. Right. So after I'd watched that one and you'd spoken about the PowerPod, I downloaded the Pontifar episode because I because yes. you talked about it quite a lot in there. Yes. And I thought that'd be good. Now the first that half was an weird hour, doing that that day because remember that we'd already recorded it and it was edited, but I had to maintain to Richard because it hadn't been out. Yeah. Yeah. No, was, to, the, was the first episode? No, it wasn't out. It was early December we did the, right. the Richard Herring one, so. I had to maintain to Richard that um, weird <laughs> things happened in Pontefract because I knew the first episode re- relied on that. Yeah, for and then, yeah. But then the thing <laughs> is that that interview only came out after they'd both been out. Yeah, yeah. 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 As well as it released. It was quite a, it was a yeah. weird dichotomy. So I'll say to you, Sean. No, no, it's, 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 I get it because scheduling-wise I have to yeah. think about stuff like that as well. I referenced, I, I fucked up because I, I did a, an episode with Mick Perrin about a week ago, the, mm-hmm. the touring guy, and I talked about a podcast and I realised, oh shit, that's coming out after his one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was just because I wasn't thinking because I was talking. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so essentially I didn't know that your name was a stage name, right. as it were. Um, and someone pointed out to me, oh no, it's clearly a stage name. And I was like, I, I didn't think it, you know, I, I hadn't clocked what it was. And then when I started listening to the podcast from the start, yeah. and I thought, you might be a character, you've got a stage name. Yeah. Did did that ever come into your thought process where you've got a stage name, people think he's a character, they might think this is a whole contrived um, thing? No, because... N- not for that reason, no. Because it's not... Um, well, the thing is, it's not clearly a stage name. That's that's the that's the problem, is it isn't clearly a stage name. It's only, a clear, it's only clearly a stage name if you assume it's a joke, which it isn't and never has been. Um, so it's uh, so again it's very difficult to I'm begrudgingly letting it go because I feel like uh, yeah so right so, so the, the issue is is people think it means rapey cock okay mm. that's what someone said to me yeah 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 well it's good they're not here with you now <laughs> sorry um, <laughs> I, I just, I'm, I'm not I'm not uh, no no I, I just had it picked no, up on absolutely it. fine well that good that, well, that, what, that what that would imply to me is that you're a decent person then Okay, because I think for somebody to make that assumption says more about them than it does about me. Right, um, mainly because on a purely logistical level, it, uh, not logistical level, on a purely, you know, uh, uh, it it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. That's not that's not a thing. It's not a you know. It's, it's not, not like a, Dapper Loves where he's come with, with a name. Yeah, but it's but it, but, it, but I, 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 to this day I don't know what rapey cock means. I, I really don't. I don't. Um, and uh, and uh, I, I find it insulting on on many levels. Uh, may, first and foremost, the idea that that's funny anyway. Um, and secondly, following hot on its heels, the idea that the judgment call it makes of me that I think that's funny enough to make that my name. And three, that I would risk my career on something that, if it was what people think it is, can't even be broadcast. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like... The, what was what was the reason for not sticking... Is Ian Bolter afraid? Yeah. yeah. What was the reason for changing to, or, or, or <coughs> going on stage with that? Name? Ray Peacock was a character originally, so it was a character out that I used to do. Right. Of a, a, a kind of a brash Yorkshireman, flat cat wearing Yorkshireman, um, just calling people out and just shouting the odds, you know. Right was the character and then it was decided retrospectively now you know incorrectly that too many people in comedy knew me as that character as in industry people like bookers and things 
So it would be too confusing a thing for me to suddenly, when I stopped doing the character, to revert back to my real name because I'd be starting from scratch. Okay. Um, so so I just maintained the stage name of Ray Peacock. Ray Peacock was a real man. He was a, he was a greyhound trainer, so it was somebody's real name. Right. Um, so you'd stolen, not stolen, but you'd... you'd, you'd oh, no, stolen. It was stolen. Yeah. It was yeah. stolen. Um, but stolen, in terms of, I saw it one day. It was a yeah. greyhound trainer. I was like, that's a brilliant name. That's for a character. great name for the character, yeah. Um, uh, and, and had the name. He's, he's died since. Oh. Okay. Um, but... Uh, it was sorry in my head I was like have you got in contact with him but you know the 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 cast iron argument from my side that that was never ever considered an issue at that point is because I started that character the first time I did it was in 1999 no 98 was the first time I did the character and rapey was not a word. Right. Like, it, it actually wasn't a word. That's a recent word, that is. That's the thing that, that's come about recently. Um, that gets used a lot. Oh, he looks mm. rapey or that. And, and even without this, I think that's horrible. Yeah. That that's considered socially acceptable to say oh, yeah. that. I think that's horrible. Oh, like, yeah. Vile. I, I have um, a massive issue with people saying uh, Facebook rape, for example. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think it's such a flippant way of bypassing off something that's really horrific. I, I, I absolutely agree. With yeah, you. I absolutely agree with you. So, um, so imagine if every day when you woke up, at some point during the day, somebody would tweet you and accuse you of finding rape funny. Given right. what you just told me now about how you feel about it, imagine if every day, because of your name. Somebody would treat you, uh, would tweet you, sometimes quite aggressively as well, and accuse you of finding rape funny, and judge you on that as well. I can't put myself in that position. There we go. Genuinely so, can't do it. Not not that I couldn't empathise with what you're going or mm, what you've been through, mm. but just I've never I've had you know uh, jokes that, you know I have a, I have a joke at the moment for example, and it's a longer build up, but the joke is about how uh, a lot of middle class white comedians talk about being a feminist mm. and they say they think women can do everything as well as men, and that's not true because historically women can't oppress a gender as well as we can. It's a silly satirical point, yeah, yeah. but it's I think it's obvious what side I'm on in that yeah. right However, I have had people come up to you after shows and say. Do you think that's fair to say? Yeah. And I do because I say it. So yeah, it's yeah. obvious that they're, they're not asking the question, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's the closest I can come to it yeah. and think they think I'm sexist. And I don't like that they think I'm sexist. Yeah. But I think it's obvious that I'm not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, 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 it, but you'd agree it feels unjust. Oh, it feels horrible. Yeah. yeah. So the reason I've resisted changing it. Other people say to me, well, well just change it then. Uh, uh, or the thing that's normally preceded by mm. surely you realised when you took that next and, and again you have to go it didn't mm. it wasn't a word yeah. it wasn't a word yeah um, it'd be like if you were called selfie stick or something yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah yeah. Um, no that, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's that's right it's, it's, mm. it just wasn't a thing mm. Um, in 1998 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I fucking love a character called self- <laughs> Selfie Stick I would yeah. definitely go to that open yeah. mic night yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way you think they wouldn't have progressed on from the open mic fucking no chance yeah. and, and all the actors is a bloke comes, a bloke comes out undoes his fly whaps his cock out and stands there and they go what's he doing he's going my name is Selfie yeah <laughs> And there's just a spotlight on yeah, the yeah, dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my and stick. the acting selfie's dick. 
dick. Selfie yeah. dick. <laughs> you know I'm hashtagging this selfies dick now, you know? Right? Oh. Um, so, so, yeah, go uh, What I've... Um, basically, I can't be asked with anymore. Right. I actually can't be asked with anymore. It's a tremendously expensive change. It's a... It does knock me back, like, ten years, certainly. Um, but luckily, I'm at a stage in my career where my career doesn't matter to me at all. Like, it really, you know, I don't care about things like that anymore. Okay. Um, so, uh, so it's uh, my... The, the one niggling point in me that I've got to deal with myself is it does feel a bit like... Um, because it was innocent, it was utterly innocent. So because of that, it does feel like somebody saying to a fat kid, um, "You know, if you want them to stop picking on you, you should lose some weight." Yeah, is that it's not that's not his or her responsibility. The responsibility lies with the aggressor. So, oh yeah. Um, so it does feel like I'm having to make a huge concession and a huge life change for something that I simply didn't do. Yeah, I, I simply didn't do it, but for a more peaceful life and so that I don't have to keep arguing with people about it or blocking people. I looked on my block list the other day. Do you know how many people I've got, many people I've got blocked on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Just under 6,000. Wow. <laughs> so that's how that's how yeah. many times it's happened. In, well, since 19... Well, it wouldn't well, have since, been... Since, since, since Twitter. Since, since you sort of... Yeah. Since I've been on Twitter. So that's how many times it's happened. Okay. Um, and it's just... Like, most of them will be to do with that. So... Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago I had zero tolerance to it so I just went right anyone says it don't engage block mm. immediately I used to just call people a fucking idiot when they say it and then you know and then before you know it you're having a row about yeah. it or you're trying to defend yourself and then you're defending yourself over something that you've not even done mm. so um, so yeah my take on it now is just to, to, to block but it did uh, have I spoken about I think I've said it before that it did lead to a suicide attempt. Like, it actually did. Was that the one on the Richard... The no, that was a different thing. Okay. That was a different thing. Right. Um, but it but it did. And it was... And, and again, not because that's how thin, thin-skinned thin I am, but because it was it was accumulative. It was, you know, it oh, was yeah. like, I can't deal with this anymore. And it caught me on the wrong night. And five people did it pretty much the same time, independently of each other. I presume independently of yeah. each other. Um, so when something upset you that much it, I've said I'm certainly often quoted as saying it's the one thing in life I've got no sense of humour about at all at all mm. like I've never uh, a fan said it last night I was telling Barry about it before mm. I was on um, Periscope last night and somebody who, who's supposedly a fan just said it out of the blue and I told them to go away and then they said oh sorry I've got a childish sense of humour and I just didn't engage with it further. But it's like, if that had been Twitter, they'd have been blocked. Simply, you know, just gone. That's interesting. Sorry. Do they pretend to be a fan? No, not that. that they've got a childish sense of humour. Do you think so, you're not attracting the wrong audience, but you could be attracting <coughs> some of the wrong people who find that funny? Uh, n- no, because I, th- I think that... I would say that if they heard your work, they would very quickly realise if their sense of humour is to find Ray Peacock funny. Yeah, they would very quickly find out by listening to your work that that is not the style of humour that you do. Well, I had it with, right? It was Matt Lucas, so it sounds like a name drop, but it's actually not to what we're talking about. In that, Matt Lucas said to me, um, "I say that like I speak to him every week." But you know, by the way, you can name drop all you like. No one. Oh, right, this this right, goes yeah. out to industry and stuff. No one thinks. That yeah, but I don't really is... feel like I'm saying it as, as a. 
Um, I know Matt, but I'm not. You know, we're not yeah. chatting daily. Um, but anymore, Matt. <laughs> that's a whole different story. Sorry, go on. Um, but Matt's Matt when he first met me in person said the same to me. He said um, that he'd listened to some of the podcasts. He said he listened to all of them. Then he came clean and said he'd listened to a few of them. Right. And and he said that he didn't understand because he'd been told by somebody else that that was the like as you said you were told hmm. that he was told by someone else that was the joke. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As if your name has to have a joke to it, if you work in comedy. So we said to me once, well, why have a stage name if it's not a joke? I mean, loads of people have stage names that aren't a joke. You, mm. you know, we rarely in a club will go, please welcome your next act, Ivor Biggin. It's like, mm. it, it doesn't really happen that. People have stage names for different reasons, you know, yeah. because it's a, a more suitable name than their own name or yeah. because somebody has their name already or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. It's, it's an ongoing chat. In this, uh, just uh, the episode before this one came out, but it would be a few before this one comes out, was with Henry Normal, okay. who, yeah, who yeah. talked about his stage name. Isn't he amazing? Yeah. Isn't he wonderful oh, he's time? amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he was talking about how he came up with it because it was a generation above him. Yeah. And he wanted to seem really plain because he had to yeah. come from suit because he was coming from work. Yeah. And so obviously it made more sense than his actual name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So to, and I've got a friend of mine who's a teacher who doesn't want the students Googling them, so they use the stage Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what, like, what, what's the joke of Lee Mack? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just not. It's not a joke. It's yeah. just a, but anyway, I can't remember what I was talking about. Um, what was I talking about? I've genuinely forgotten. Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. Oh, Matt Lucas. So Matt. Yeah. So Matt said that to me. He said he was very surprised that um, having a, a little bit of knowledge of me as a bloke and, and as as an act, he, he was surprised that I'd made that joke. 
And I said, it's not a joke. And he said, I was told it was. And I was like, it's not. And and he he said, that, and this is like four, maybe four, five years ago, four or five years ago, where he said then, it's not too late to change that. Change it. Yeah. Just change it. You're not too far gone that you can't change that now. Um, and then I had to explain to him and say, well, look, at the moment, I'm in a double act called Peacock and Gamble, so I've got to keep Peacock. Yeah. And I've got, you know, you know, we we do stuff on the radio and we do stuff, blah, blah, blah. So Peacock, it has to remain. But now I'm at a stage where it, it doesn't have to remain. There's no need at all for me to have Peacock at all. So um, it, it it causes a... It, it's a huge upheaval. Like, it mm. really, really is. It, you know, it makes it quite confusing. It's weird that Series 3 of The Parapod... Oh, yeah, it's going to be... It's going, oh, it's to, be, going to be in both of them. Yeah, a, oh. a different name. And... Will it be edited by Ray Peacock? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> but, but we can't really explain that within the show because you know, all, all we've got to hope is that enough people know it's happened that's why I'm doing it in between series yeah. and I'm doing a, a, a different podcast in between the two series of the Parapod which will be my first podcast with my real name so hopefully right. hopefully that will step right. to the next series of the Parapod um, hopefully enough people will have listened to it from this that will get the whole experience. yeah well there we yeah. go yeah it's, all, yeah. it's all yeah it's now sorted yeah, yeah. so but um, but yeah I'm I'm still a little bit angry about it that, that it's I come to this. A, a little bit angry, but uh, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to it in terms of like that the release of that is mm. going to be, uh, yeah, yeah. What um, I'm just going to talk to Barry about his career really quickly about the, the, how it's how it's is that it's okay. Go on, say it. No, go on, go on, no, no, go, on go on, say it. You're fucking desperate that to. Was so hard not to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it, and I did it together. As if that it was... was so hard not to say that. I know. Go on. Just that he said, I'm going to talk about yeah, his career really quickly. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Barry, you got great. No? All right. <laughs> well, okay. Um, okay, so I've, I've explained how I vaguely knew you before the pod. Yeah. I had no idea about anything to do with you before the podcast. Okay. And Can I say a quick... Yeah, go on. That's what we said before, though. Is, is that thing, again, is that... Just to reiterate that idea, when we talk about Barry being picked on and stuff mm. on the online is it is out of the blue for Barry like oh, it yeah. really is that Barry you know I'd never tell him but great great comic you know and, and, and working comic uh, like any comic that works put your hands over your ears you know yeah, but it's true <laughs> but any comic that works as a professional comic and makes yeah. a living from it is a great comic mm. there's no argument about it you know it might not be to your taste but there's no argument oh, about yeah, it. Yeah. so you've got someone who's making a living as a comic in the clubs ergo is a success by like, definition yeah, 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 yeah absolutely is a success um, but hasn't put his head uh, how, how some of us in the industry would say uh, above the parapet mm. in doing Edinburgh or yeah. you know do, you know taking a, a, another step to just sort of risk yourself a yeah. little bit is you know you, you had a, a a safe career making a living yeah. what you enjoy doing so to suddenly but I've got form with it so I've got experience mm. of it of, of something building up and something mm. becoming a thing you know and having a bit of. Uh, um, Perverse celebrity, you know, mm. in, in a in a weird stratosphere of society. Mm. Um, so that it, that is a it's a culture shock. It absolutely mm. is, and it took a long time, as I recall it, to persuade Barry that it was a real thing. Yeah, that that it wasn't a hobby that we you know that we were just doing for a laugh. That it was actually. No, this is an actual product. Mm. This is an actual product, as much as a Mars bar is. It's mm. an actual product. Because mm. um, I remember you saying it before Series 2, you were going, you had the idea of, we should ring a psychic hotline every week. 
and get yeah. them to do a read and then we'll play we'll record it secretly and play and I was going we can't do that mm. and, you, and you were going nah, no what I'll tell them and I was having to go no it's like, not a secret tens yeah. of thousands of people listen mm. to this every week yeah. it's not they would win in court in ten minutes yeah you can't secretly record yeah. someone and play it out oh, but yeah. in your head you were thinking well we can because it's not <laughs> it's not on telly <laughs> I think I do sometimes forget how many people listen yeah, yeah, to it yeah. and yeah. that's when my god's really down well, and that's inevitably when lots of yeah. shit comes out. That's and they remind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. I mean, I, that's why at the start of this I said to you, I mean, it would have been edited out, but I said to you, I'll assume you haven't listened to it. Because for me, I assume people aren't listening to mine yeah. so that I can treat it, treat every episode as if it's the first one. So that I don't feel like I'm... Because, you know, a few thousand people download it. I, I, I feel different about it when, when that was happening I feel it's, differently it, about it than when I was doing it at the start it's a savvy thing to do I'll tell you from, what, from my experience of that is that with the old Peacock and Gamble podcast is that we were adamant I to this day couldn't tell you how many downloads that's had I've got no clue because I we re, me and Ed recorded it I edited it we sent it to to, to, to Chortle I'm going to have to head off Sean oh, yeah, I'll, I'll move to your questions quickly okay. then after um, this, I, yeah. sent, I sent it to Chortle and then they put it up so Chortle have access to those figures right. and both myself and Ed always said we didn't want to know how many listeners it had because we'd either feel disappointed mm. or we'd feel too cocksure of ourselves <laughs> yeah. and it would alter how we did it yeah. it, would, it, it would inevitably alter how we did it so it, it's quite but now it's unavoidable in, because yeah. I, I, I produce this one um, from a, a technical point of view as yeah. well, so I, I put it online, so I can't avoid those figures. Well, it's it's um, why I haven't gone with SoundCloud. So people okay. ask me, what is the hosting you want to use? And I say, I go with Podbean because yeah, yeah, it yeah. gives me so many less stats right, so I don't okay, spend as okay. much time on it. Okay. It costs me, I think it costs less as well, but I just don't want the stats. I and mean, I could buy the stats more because you can do that, but I don't want them because I know I'll obsess over them. But the reason I'm less bothered on this one about that is because this one, there is no game plan. So this one... Hmm. There is no... We're not going, okay, so we do this for a year, and then we would do it live, and then we would... Yeah. None of that at all. Okay. Yeah, which is what we... You know, we peaked yeah. that certainly was... A, there was a game plan as, uh, of sorts. Right. Or there became one. It happened organically. Yeah. There became one. was like to do the double acts and whatever. Okay. Um, but with this one, it's... And again, I find it tremendously... Um, uh, a, a huge relief that... It's, it exists for what it is. Mm. There's no, you know, we're gonna make a movie or we're gonna, you know, there's none of that. Mm. It, it exists what it is. If opportunities come in, mm. which they have, we've gone yay or nay. Mm. But every single one of those opportunities, we've always said, I warn you now. If we decide we don't like this at the end of it, that mm. is the end of it. Yeah, it's not, you know, we're not gonna film something or whatever, yeah. you know, and and then. Hawking around everywhere, we don't like it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a huge relief. But uh, yeah. but anyway, back to Barry. Back to Barry. Back to Barry. So, um, where would you say uh, you're going to laugh? Where where would you have said your career was at pre- prior to the Parapod? Like, where would you have placed? Cruel question. Just <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, there's, there's a genuine follow up. I don't have to be here, do I? Oh, he's got to say it as well. He's got to actually say it. <laughs> do you know, it's just a gig and circuit comic. Okay. Well, no, don't put that down. I mean, I, no, no, I'd love to have that. I mean, you know, just, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, like I'd love, said. I'd love to be at a stage where I make my full living off a gig. So, I mean, I wouldn't put that down. But so, so you, so you would say, I mean, the the circuit people would know who you were, yeah. and you you had management with Gag Reflex, yes, at that point. But you weren't necessarily. You weren't a household name. You weren't. It's that. Like, I, no. I can't get 
No, they're, no, they're no. with him. Yeah, no, I've I'm still with I've him. Got them, I've got them coming on soon. <laughs> <laughs> I've you? spoken to them, yeah. All oh, right. Uh, not about you, just in... Sorry, your face that really worries. Yeah, they're used to that. Nobody speaks to that. Amazing, amazing. They go, who? And Forrest, have you heard of this? Oh, him. They're not top corner. We've still got a contract with that one. Look, bottom corner there at the left. So I just wanted to paint a picture for people who maybe didn't know you prior to this, like yeah. myself. Now, um, podcasting, of course, has put you in a position where more people know who you are. Yeah. And and uh, for better or for worse, you know, you can judge that however you want, because a lot of people will know you because they don't believe what you believe. And some people... Yeah. Um, well, there's two, there's two spikes to this question. One... Um, how has it changed your uh, perception within the paranormal communities? Because when you started, there was a lot of talk from you, uh, from Ray, about uh, the way that you're perceived from them. And how has it changed your professional career as a comedian in terms of maybe getting more gigs or less gigs or being treated differently because you're putting yourself out there in a way that you weren't before? Uh, I guess the paranormal community are just now all saying, told you was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, to be honest, I don't get too involved with them. They, they about paranormal, not comedy. Now. No, no, the, yeah. the paranormal community take it far too seriously. If you think I'm bad, you should meet some of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we did meet one of them on our on our podcast, and yeah, hardcore. Um, so I'm not really fussed about sort of not having much to do with them because I never had much to do with them anyway like I never went on sort of ghost groups sort of on like these things with like all the organisations I'd never go on any of them I'd always do it my way do it mm. myself um, in terms of how it's changed comedy I just get people coming up to me at gigs who listen to it going oh we've we've heard this we wanted to come along and everyone touch wood everyone's been lovely so far so That's yeah <laughs> what I wasn't going to say I wasn't, wasn't going to pick him up on that right <laughs> <laughs> what people do absolutely nah, magpies as well help, help nothing that way oh, old, <laughs> old wives tale yeah I do it what, so, do, do you salute magpies do what salute magpies oh sometimes I do yeah yeah, yeah I do yeah it's a really yeah. odd thing I don't that. believe for a second that does anything but I, I've got two that live at the back of my flat well then you're fine yeah <laughs> But there's a crow. If one of them fucks well, off. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I've told you about the crow that comes round. Oh, we have. We've crow. got this crow that's proper horny, and it's <laughs> it's after shagging both of them. And, and they it, dressed up like a crow. No, it swoops down, and it's so noisy as well. You and then the fucking magpies go. Then it's chased them so around. It's almost it, like you don't care about your sleep. I know, but I'm trying. It's to almost s- like Barry doesn't care about your question. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was going to say that, but I thought I'm okay, sorry. He's got to leave so I can be a dick. It's fine. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I've could. Uh, well, no, my, my yeah, some people come to gigs. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice. Thanks for keeping that. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, I mean for, for my for mine. I the the reason I reset myself at the start of everyone in a way, telling you guys is one way of resetting myself, but also telling myself. You know, I assume you don't listen to it. Is because uh, every gig I go to, almost in fact, no, every gig for a while now, someone's come up to me and said, oh, "I've listened to an episode of yours. I oh, really like right, it," okay. which is great. But it does do something for you where you think, "Okay, this isn't exactly a funny." Po- I mean, it's sort of funny with you guys, but it's not normally a funny podcast. What are you expecting me to do on stage? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and there's those preconceptions. So I'm wondering if people come thinking, "Oh, is he going to talk about ghosts?" I wonder that gonna- as well. Yeah, I wonder that as well. I, I've, I've thought for a while now with you about because of how you're portrayed Sorry, mind. 
for want of a better word. Um, <laughs> oh, on, on this, uh, on the parapod, mm. th- none of that's in your stand-up. No, like not, there's no reference to it even at all, is there? As far as I know, there's there's, there's one bit about ghosts. Oh, is there? About about Pontefract that lasts less than a minute, right? Okay, and then that's it. There used to be a big long bit about most haunted, but that's just gone because most haunted has just kind of gone. Um, so that went with it. Uh, the thing about Pontefract is a little quick bit, and then that's it. But Do you remember we discussed it? We did discuss this. I might just remembered we did we discussed it once where. We agreed that you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to talk about it on stage because, um, you don't see what's funny about it. Yeah, that, that you, if you spoke about, it, if you converted it to stand-up comedy, that would imply that you know what you're saying is laughable. Do you know what I mean? So, so you wouldn't be able. We we could do it on stage together. Mm. But you wouldn't be able to do it alone on stage. You could do a double act, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to. No. Oh, no, who wasn't but, suggesting it? <laughs> simply not going to happen. Right? <laughs> you hear that, but, everyone? <laughs> but it's... Um, you can't do it because... It's a compliment to you, this is, by the way. Don't look yeah. so no. horrified. No, no, I'm listening. In, in, in <clears> that it, it validates you as a real person. It validates <laughs> that you're not a character. It yeah. validates that you do believe in this because you can't see what's funny. Yeah. I suppose so, yeah. It's uh, again, it's something that I, that I take seriously. Yeah, yeah. I'm really like those those gadgets that I brought around for the first series when we're doing the you extras. They work. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've got a hundred percent belief that those things yeah. do work. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't see them as funny. I know people go, oh, "What a waste of money." I, the only way you could talk about those gadgets on stage is if you acknowledge they're laughable. And, and the, exactly, and I wouldn't because yeah, yeah. I don't think they are. Yeah, totally. And you'd be annoyed that people were laughing. And at I'd you. be pandering to yeah, people. So that's why you can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. As a stand-up. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, most of my stand-ups just just stories, just, and not even, yeah, not even anything funny. Just like, literally <laughs> three bears some nights. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist, by the way. Like just <laughs> sometimes just a film is sitting trying to remember what happened in it. <laughs> I'd pay to see that to be fair. Yeah. Have you, have you thought about constantly looking at his watch? <laughs> have you thought about doing the comedian cinema club with like The Exorcist? I do. I like think that would be gold. <laughs> it wouldn't, because again. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. This see. is the problem I've got. Is I, I struggle with it because it's um uh my the show I've just written. My partner at the time is about our relationship and me overthinking everything in life to do with it. And and when I was writing it, she turned around to me and said, "The reason some of the stuff isn't working is because you think you're cool." And you're not. Yeah. And you and if you turn these jokes around, so you so you know you're not cool, and they think you're not. You know what I mean? Mm. It will work. And now it works perfectly because I think because they I because the joke is that I don't, I know I'm self aware enough to know that I'm not cool, but I think I'm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for you, you, you I mean. I don't. I, I've only met you for a little period of time. I don't know how self-aware you are of how you come off in ghosts, but to, to someone who doesn't believe in them, I mean. So uh, I think, but I think you're aware, aware enough that you can't talk about ghosts on stage. Well, he, he can't answer that because he doesn't know. So I can answer it for you and say that he's got no self-awareness um, about it being funny right. to other people. Um, which, so, which again, again, stop looking horrified. This is a compliment. Well, okay. In that he's telling the truth is is what the point is. So when he talks about it, he's telling the truth that he believes that 
that that's he's not putting it on for comic effect. He believes it. Well, that that brings up my next question. In that, um, so I mean, I, I'm an atheist skeptic. Don't believe in any ghosts or anything. Mm. And and you if, only just found out you believe in God, haven't you? Like the last month ago, about a month ago. Struggled with that recently. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I might have a follow up question about that in one sec. But okay. this question is: um, if someone wanted to bring me on and and talk to me about some beliefs of mine, I don't necessarily know. I don't know if I wouldn't actually, but I, I you must have been aware prior to this that there are because because you, you said that the ghost community don't warm to you. You yeah. must have been aware of what you were uh, up to a point what you were getting yourself into. Maybe not as as high as it got. I mean, what was the thinking behind this for for you? Because uh, initially you said the concept of the show was you were going to try and convince Ray ghosts exist and you were going to convince him it doesn't, but the logic behind this would say that you wouldn't even want to be because con- as I've heard it all the way through. I, I feel like you didn't ever necessarily want to be convinced of it because whenever you were convinced of it, you changed your argument. So, w- what was the the was it just you wanted to convince him of ghosts? To be honest, I never even thought of it that deeply. Okay. It literally goes as deep as like because I'm I'm a fan of the work Ray's done in the past, and I like talking about ghosts. <laughs> and there was an opportunity to work with Ian and to talk about ghosts, and that was it. I had nothing more than that. It's that's, like I get, I get to work with someone I like, and I get that's to talk. Genuinely, the most beautiful statement yeah, I've ever I, heard. I can't, I can't even debate that. That's just like because to me, <laughs> that 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 is him in a nutshell. Yeah, that, that is exactly it. So that is exactly it. So that's why, again, going back to it, that's why it's unjust that he gets shit. Really, yeah. Outside of the controlled environment where yeah. he gets shit, where he accepts the shit, yeah. nine times out of ten. Um, for you know, because because he yeah. knows that it will sound funny. Mm. Um, I mean, this is what I don't feel so bad about my drinking game because it's only phrases that you yeah, guys yeah, say yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, not it's, stuff it's, that... uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know. Point of the matter is, is we're we're steeped in the parapod. <laughs> like we we know it better than anyone. Mm. You know, we're we're steeped in it, so we get it. And you know, it, Barry gets that all he's got to do is turn up. And be himself. That's all he's got to do. So even though you might not be aware that how I'm going to make it funny in terms of what I say, things I say to you, or mm. or interesting, not necessarily funny. You know how I dismantle arguments and that sort of thing. Um, that's the, the 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 beauty of it is. Like we we well not we but I got a bit worried at one point when people were just saying to him, "You've got to research, Barry. You've got to research," and you want to go, "It's fucking not." Don't thinking about no. Do not make him research. Well, here's the thing. Ollie would actually like to hear an episode where he has. I mean, I, 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 don't, I hope you don't take this offensively. You, you really you wouldn't. wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, We've got one. Can, no, can, can, can I explain why? Though? Yeah, go on. Okay, so um, right. I'm fascinated by ghosts. I, f- I find the, the, the mythology of them and the, and, the, and the concepts of them fascinating. I don't believe in them in any way, shape or form. Mm. And in fact, uh, this, is, this was an interesting thing that happened to me. Um, about two months before I heard the Rehelester Rehelester book thing, the, it's, just, it's, like, it's like sneezing now. Like yeah. someone sneezes, I say, bless you. I know it's annoying it's to everyone. with it, like- yeah, I know. Do you know what I'm convinced about? Okay, I hope he doesn't hear this because he said he might come on. Uh, well, he said he would, but now he might not. Um, you know how whenever he pauses for a laugh, he errs? 
Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm convinced he's trained his audience oh, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, laugh yeah, at that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you hear his podcast like over and over again, dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, I laugh Dara. whenever he errs now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Dara Brain does exactly the same thing. Yeah, goes, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm, I'm thinking I need to bring in like a noise that I do. <laughs> I, I think that was started by Tarby. I think Jimmy's Tarbot started that. I reckon. Mm. Yeah. Well, the beat probably didn't start, but that's the first time I was aware of that. Of someone having a tick on stage mm. that was to cover a laugh, and that Tarby will tell a joke and go. But you know, like, and and but you know, is under the laugh, always under the laugh. I've I've st- yeah. so to stop doing that. I went to pubs that had venue the gigs on during the day and rehearsed. Right. So I would listen to it back when there was no winning, so there wouldn't be a laugh, right? So I would rehearse and then I'd listen to it back and go, right, that's where I've heard. And okay. so I would learn to not err uh, and to but fill in the it, gaps. But if it works as a as a thing, yeah. No, then. now I'm thinking I've done it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back <laughs> I should have yes. brought it back. Um, no, my, my, so basically, okay, so about three weeks, maybe, maybe four weeks before that I'd heard your, your, I'm just going to call it a podcast with yeah, Richard. Um, I'd had a dream where, uh, that I, I'd, I'd gone on a holiday with like my favorite writers and, uh, we'd, we'd, for some reason we'd done it. I don't know why I was there. Right. And we'd gone into the crypt of the building. Right. And in the crypt, they'd all sat three of them just in a line. And no, we hadn't mentioned ghosts at all or spirits or anything like that. And one by one, I watched my heroes get freaked out about being sat on their own in silence in this dark room. And, I, and they came out, and I, and I asked them what was going on, and they went, oh, there's something in there, something in there. And I went, there is, there's not, there can't be. And they asked me, you know, go in, whatever. And I went, no, it's, it would be my mind. It would be my mind doing that to me, because my mind needs stimulation, and because it hasn't got that, it would be making something up, because that's what the imagination does. And, and when you started talking about that on the podcast, it made me go into that area of it more. And that's partly why I'd love to hear you researching an episode more because I'd love to go more into where your imagination goes I mean it might be on that episode I don't know but where your imagination goes in terms of uh, if if you were to actually think about some of the arguments you were bringing forward but I I, saw... I know it wouldn't be as funny but yeah. it would definitely be and a lot of the people you listen to it and a lot of people I chat to online about it are academics and, 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 and people in yeah. that who yeah. I'm sure would love to hear an episode which wasn't as funny in a weird way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I say that. <clears throat> I sort of... I don't look that, that deep into it again. As in, I I hear the story, I enjoy it, I get everything I need from it and then I walk away from a ghost story. The, but the problem with it is is that if you research, you might find out it's bollocks before you've, before you've enjoyed believing it. So... If you'd have, for example, the Chupacabra, if you'd have properly researched the Chupacabra, mm. you would have destroyed your own argument before you even got here. Because you'd have read that book and you'd have seen... You'd have basically have found out all the things I told you in the episode. Right, yeah. So if you ever research it, he's got no argument to begin with. Because because contrary, you know, to perhaps popular belief within this, is it's not every time that Barry is stubborn on these things. There are... So when I said to you about the the Bigfoot guy, uh, you know the the John Thingy, oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to you, the reason you're a better researcher than him, or you're a better, uh, you're better, is that he has decided already Bigfoot exists and will not listen or will try and discredit anything that's <coughs> and and often cast iron proof that that undermines that. Hmm. Whereas Barry, as we've heard on the Parapod, Chupacabra, at the end of that episode, Barry said the Chupacabra doesn't exist. Mm. At the beginning of that episode, he said he would have fucking put his house mm. on it yeah. that it did, because he believed it did. So it's not that he's averse to finding out these things mm. 
albeit they will depress him for a little bit, that mm. it's not real. It's not that he won't listen to facts. I find it more often than not, what you've done not ten minutes ago, that you'll go, you're so busy going off on a tangent that you've not realised your argument's been destroyed. So, <laughs> okay. so it's like before when you just, you were answering one, one question and then you just started talking about something. And I said about you're not even going to answer this question because you just you do just go off oh, yeah, that on these cruel, tangents. Yeah. Yeah. You do, you do it all the time. That's normally where I win the argument. It's normally when... <laughs> when, I'm, when you off the ball. Yeah, yeah, when I'm saying something and you go... Uh, that, Oh, that film's haunted. Do you know about this? And then you start talking about something like you're not listening to what I'm saying. You're right. not listening to what I'm saying. Can, can I ask you? A qu- I, and, and I hope neither of you take this personally in a weird way. I, I hope Barry takes it personally. Okay. I, I, well, no. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, 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 it's twenty-five past five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll make this the last question for you then, because um, uh, to be honest with you, I think you'd take it more personally than he would. But okay. uh, but, I, but I don't know you well enough to, to presume right. that. I don't want to. I just That's want to preempt it, uh, and I'm going to edit all that out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So my my question to that is. It feels a bit like we're talking as if you're not here when that ha- happened. I mean, does that annoy you? Because sometimes that, I mean, that would annoy me. And and I don't mean that in an insulting way. Yeah, yeah. But, and you are still here for this for the recording, yeah, I should yeah. point that out. Um, I mean, are you, are you, does that not grate you a, a bit that he's sort of, because you haven't answered the question, he sort of jumped in and answered the question yeah, yeah. for you because you sort of went off on a different direction? Not really, because you probably put it across better, better than I can. But I, I think it's because that's the thing again. Of, mm. I'm, I'm trying to protect him. Oh, I'm not trying to insult him. No, no, I know, okay, I know you're yeah. not. I know you're yeah. not. What I'm saying is, is I know. Like people might listen back to this and go, "Well, Ray answered all Barry's questions," and it's like, and I have shut up from time to time and let him talk. But I think sometimes it's important to sort of put an arm around him a bit and just make sure that. I don't like the idea that he has to defend himself. It mm. is, is what it is. And I think that I'm trying to... to I, I, as someone who's an expert on Barry... <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm trying to go, no, don't get this wrong. So don't, mm. don't misunderstand this lad and don't misunderstand and don't make assumptions about him. Mm. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a case of just... Like, I, I don't think anything I've said has been... Derogatory about Barry? I, I, no, not I, at yeah, all. Yeah, so I, I think yeah. I think it's more that I'm trying to back him up as a bloke. Oh yeah, yeah. That I'm, that I'm, um, and again, I think it is again because I understand this situation yeah. from experience, not because mm. I'm cleverer. I understand this situation yeah. more than Barry than Barry does yet. Mm. But he certainly understands it more than he did when he started, and he said, yeah. you know. But I, I've got like I've got four four or five years on him. Mm. Both as a human being and as a as someone doing podcasts, mm. so uh, yeah, that's why. Uh, but I'm not talking about him like he's not here. I, yeah. I, I I understand what you mean. Yeah, but that's why you can't see this on the podcast. But whenever I'm talking about Barry, I keep looking at him as well. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm like I'm, you're I maintaining keep... eye contact with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, which yeah. means that I'm checking the levels. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not. I'm not like talking yeah, directly yeah. to you. Yeah. About Barry, oh, yeah. who happens to be sat there, you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm refer, I'm 
referring and deferring to yeah. him at the same time. And he can interrupt at any point if he felt he like something. Fucking was... can't. <laughs> <laughs> there so, are rules in this house. <laughs> I forgot. You're on home base. Don't you? Yes. Let the adults talk. Yes. <laughs> um, what's it? The, the quick fire questions that are directed directly at you. Okay. Were there any mysteries that or, or uh, ghost stories that you wanted to bring that you were vetoed on or that you didn't do in the end because of time or whatever? Uh, no. There was one that was recorded that couldn't go out simply because not because it was a case of winning or losing it just wasn't very good um, it was horrible yeah it was horrible it was, it was the one you thought you actually thought about yeah it. yeah we had yeah, a proper fight it was, it was horrible um, yeah um, about what happened to nine skiers and, and I really researched it hmm. I really really researched it and it was it was an argument it was it was a proper fight. Mm. It, just... it was to Im- immovable forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We wouldn't move. You, yeah. So yeah, but okay. no, I think I got everything. If Darren Brown would come on <laughs> as a guest, would you do that podcast? Yeah, I would. But I'd be constantly suspicious. I think. What if if him coming in? I'm talking about him uh, not taking a side because he, he could take whatever side he wants, but you all having a discussion about the stuff you brought. How do you mean? Would you say it to his face? Would you say to his... For people that don't know, Barry believes that Darren Brown is the devil. No, I'm, no, I'm not saying he's the, the devil. Sorry, he's the, the closest, closest, the closest we thing we've got, yeah. I should point out, I, I have a friend who is in his management, that's why I'm asking. Right. Would you say it to his face? Would you say it to his face? Would you would you call him out on what you believe about him to his face? Would you? I don't know because it would feel very insulting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he. Yeah. I'm not saying would you? No, he's not. I, can I rephrase that question then slightly? I mean, you can say that it's not the same question if you want, but okay. just so that it's slightly cushioned. Because, for example, when you were in the house with was it Carol? Yes. You didn't call her out on stuff, but you did ask her questions that meant that you could not imply that you didn't believe what she was saying. Yeah, but you, yeah. you know what I mean? So, uh, so maybe if I rephrase it, that would you question what he does to him? Directly, if there was an opportunity to do that, yeah, definitely. Okay, I want to know how he did the thing with the dog track. But he's told you that you can't ask him how he does his tricks. And you always do this. You always say you ask people that work in a similar way to Darren Brown. You always ask them to tell you how he does something, and when they won't, you're like, oh, being cagey about it. It's like, no, that's not what they're doing. That's like saying, tell me your pin number. No. Oh, oh, being caged, what your pin number? It's like, it's normal for them not to tell you. Right. Can I just verify something about Carol as well, by the way? Yeah. Is that the reason I didn't confront Carol is because, one, it would have been rude. As Barry oh, yeah. Said yeah. Brown, it would have been rude. Um, and I'm a, I'm a polite boy, really. And two, I didn't need to because she was doing it for me. Mm. In that I knew at that point when we spoke to Carol... I knew what had happened in that house because I did it. Mm. She didn't. Barry didn't. Nobody else in that room knew yeah. what had happened. Now, I, there was, I, I didn't have to go, no, because I moved the balls. Mm. It was better for me to shut up and let her tell me what had happened to the balls. Oh, yeah. Because the more she was saying, the more she was disproving what she was saying. Because mm. her saying there was a little girl stood next to me, a little ghost girl next to me, who has moved the bulls was proven to be a lie by the fact that I knew later on in that podcast I was going to tell Barry one-on-one that I'd moved them bulls. Mm. So Carol should have said, there's a little girl next to you at the moment. She's just told me something. I'm going to give you the opportunity now to tell me what happened to the bulls. If she'd have said that, I'd have gone, 
I don't know what you mean. What, what, what do you mean what happened to the balls? If she'd have then said to me, the little girl is saying to me, that while Barry was in the other room, you threw those balls up the stairs. If she'd have said that to me, we'd have been fucking game on then. Mm. We would have been. Mm. But she didn't say that. She said, the little girl said that to me. And then she implied that the little girl was acknowledging she'd moved those balls, which she hadn't because I had. Mm. Interesting, we spoke about it the other day. Do you remember we spoke about it the other day? Mm. When we were talking about this, and we said, the thing that I'm interested in is what does Carol think did happen? If she heard the she heard the episode, I don't know. I very much doubt. I'd, yeah, doubtful. But but we were discussing the other day. Is that what does she think did happen? Like like would you ever have a follow up to chat with her and see? It's been too long. She got a knife. Well, I'm staying here next week, aren't you I? Are, aren't yeah, you? I'm, I'm going back next. Are you going week. to Pontefract? Yeah, but she'll maintain. But she'll. She's not going to turn and say. Well, I just thought the wind had blown. Was it? She's gonna. She's gonna say. Mm. I thought they'd been moved by one of the spirits in this house. That's what she's going to say. Mm. But if, if it's, if as I, as I suspect it is, it's fake and it's a show that she's putting on, and psychological trips, tricks, and manipula- manip- manipulation as well. If it's those things, then what did what did she think had happened mm. to the bulls? If she knows, that's goat, more scary than the bulls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If she knows a ghost hasn't moved it because there aren't any ghosts there, really, if she knows that, she's still got two lads saying to her, Yeah. The ball's moved. I, I, I just want to make it clear from my point of view. I I, I do believe that house is haunted. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no I, I really we're, do. We're, we're not saying the house is haunted, but we're. Okay, <coughs> imagine, imagine this. Imagine. Do you believe Carol, though? That one's hard to answer yeah. because of the argument you've just given. Yeah. What? What? Yeah, I mean, the, the scary thing for me about that is, if she if she knows that it's not haunted, and she's lying, she's just bull faced lying about it. But you've come with evidence that says that it is haunted. Yeah. If I was her, I'd be shitting myself. And she was unflappable, by the way. She did. Uh, oh, I, she didn't like. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. While I was about to do a video, I wish I'd got that. that <laughs> right. Um, I saw no evidence in Carol. Mm. And I might have just missed it, or she might just be very good at hiding it. Yeah, I yep. saw no evidence whatsoever. It, no, okay. That uh, no no flicker of confusion. Okay. At me saying, uh, or at me and Barry maintaining, I'm a I'm a good enough actor to pull that off. To pull mm. off, I don't know what happened to them balls. Right. Barry didn't have to act it because he, he thought he'd yeah. experienced it as a, as a real thing. I knew what was happening, so I was so I was watching Carol. Mm. I saw no flicker of confusion when we said them balls have moved without us touching them. Mm. There was no... So she must believe it's haunted? I don't know, because that... I, that, I, I, th- I think she does but believe Occam's it's haunted. That, that, to me, has to be the most logical conclusion from those options. But that would mean that she believes that there was a girl stood next to me. That's even more scary. Right, so, so, so yeah. what, what that means is she's actually seeing that girl stood next to me. Mm. Or she's lying that there's a girl stood next to me, and is carrying on the lie complicit with yours. Absolutely. So, but 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 the reason I know there wasn't a girl stood next to me is because that girl would have told Carol I moved the balls. Or mm. just throwing something else out, it could be a ghost that doesn't talk, and so she saw the ghost, and it didn't. Okay. Yep. Because because at no point in that podcast did he did she say a ghost is talking to me. 
She just said, I felt cold. There was a little girl there. He's yeah. on the stairs. He's not saying anything. You've walked through his aura. She's, ne- she's never actually said that he's passed on a message. All right, can it point? Oh, it can point, yeah. Right, well, it should have pointed at me. I, I'm not debating this. I don't believe in yeah, ghosts. No, that, but what I'm trying know. to do is, I, I'm trying to not scare myself that there's a woman in the world that believes they saw a ghost vision of a girl yeah. or is that good of a liar that, you know, because you know, that, that to me is more scary than... A, than is that not more scary to you that, that uh, even I mean even if you even if even if we disc say we say we say it was this house right this house you've established is not haunted right mm. say she came here and and he'd done the same thing and uh, like he's never established that another house is haunted by the way no I know <laughs> uh, can, can I I'm, I'm trying to literally <laughs> meet halfway here yeah but you you've established this house isn't haunted right yeah. okay so if she came if she came here and he did the same thing with the balls, right? But she hadn't had that previous experience with the balls, yeah. right? So, so it was a fresh experience. And she said, "There's a little ghost girl here, right?" Yeah. Would that not scare you that she sees a little ghost girl, or would you be like, "Oh wow, she can see it. I can't see it. I don't know what's happening." I just think, well, she's not hurting anyone. Carol, as I mean, not the little girl ghost. <laughs> I mean, to be like, well, just not. That's what a lot of this boils down to. But it is psychologically hurting her because if she's starting to see things that aren't there, that is damaging, no? If she's enjoying it... But but that that could be the start of something worse. I have a different take on this. Okay. Is that I don't think... And I don't have any cast-iron proof, so this is just my opinion. Right. I don't think Carol believes half of what she says. I don't think she does. I don't believe that... I think she knows the tricks she's employing which then uh, make her... And I, and I, don't, I honestly don't say this in an insulting way at all. Uh, which make her the expert in the room. Mm. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with passing yourself off as, as you know, the expert of something that's a fantasy anyway, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't think she... I don't think she believes for a second there was a little girl next to me. Right. At that point. I don't. I think she knows that saying that puts me on edge. Which it did. It absolutely did. Even though I, I absolutely don't believe in it. Two things happened in that experience. One was her saying she stood next to you. She very carefully said it was me. She pointed at me. Because you're the skeptic. Yeah. yeah. She went, she stood next to you now. And the other thing was she said, well, I can feel the cold. I don't know about you. And you were sat in the dark. I was freezing. Yeah. My back was freezing at that point, and I let—I didn't let on at all. You immediately said, "Yeah, I'm cold as you know." Like you were just this open mm. book straight away, but I didn't let on at all because I didn't want her to think that the tricks were working on me. And I thought, right, I can feel the cold. Why can I feel? Why do I feel cold? The two explanations are: one, it's a ghost, and two, <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. Mm. And when we went back to Pontefract later. I checked that line. Me and Barry were sat in a line. There was a line directly from the front door, and you'll verify this as well, from the front door right through some double doors, then hits me, carries on towards the window where Barry was sat. We were placed there. We didn't sit there by choice. We were placed there. She sat me there, and she sat Barry there. We had no other options. When we were recording, when she arrived... We were in a different room. Mm. We were set up in a different room. And I said, are we going to record it? She went, no. And she immediately went through to the living room, 
plonked herself in a chair so neither of us could sit there, put a friend opposite her. So the two places that wouldn't have been cold were taken. The only two other options we had was in that direct mm. cold streak. That's where they were. And when I went back, when she wasn't there, checked it again. Fucking freezing that line. Yeah, it's a it's bit freezing. like it's a bit like the upstairs not having bulbs. They've chosen to put the table there and the t- chairs there. Probably. Probably. Barry did that. that was me. I took the bulbs out. Did you actually take the bulbs? Yeah. Oh, the reason being not as a as a trick to make him think it was haunted, but because because he knew that I wouldn't do it. In the dark. Because I thought. Oh, is this because in an early episode he said you said you want to do it in the dark and he and said he, he wouldn't. you said because you said if it's haunted in if it's haunted in if it's haunted it's haunted in the light as yeah. well and so I thought but no I want it to be dark I, I, but, I, I wanted to scare you I wanted did, you to be scared in I that house no well it didn't work but did, did it <laughs> but, but but do you agree that if it's haunted it'd be haunted in the light as well I suppose so yeah well, you yeah. said contrary to that in the past but I th- in theory that's right. But Carol said the, the little do, girl is scared of the light. Some people, <laughs> yeah, I love that. That well, was my favourite the, thing she said. Where I was like, "Wow!" Prefer, <laughs> it's a thing where they prefer the dark. The spirit prefers. The spirit dark. Prefers Have, you, the have dark. you ever spoken to a spirit? No. So how do you know they prefer the dark if they've never said it to you? Just from what I've read. But how do you know that's not bias? So I've realised I've started to do the arguments, and it's not. Yeah, probably. but, but you, go on. Um, I, just in my ghost books, that's. But you got. But again, you go back to the trail of the money. You know, they've they've written a book to sell a book to yeah. people who don't have enough information because they're not contacting ghosts. So they've. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I've not read the book. But in my head, I'd I'd immediately go. Have if I haven't contacted them, how have they? I would want to know how they've done it before I take them as an authority. But have figure. you been the pyramids? Oh yeah. You have been the pyramids. No, no, I've seen them. I don't. I've gone like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. been there though. No. How would you know that they are actually there? I've got friends that have got. Oh yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all reported information. Yeah, but my friends aren't selling me a book to the pyramids. Yeah, but a lot of his friends aren't selling him anything. A lot of Carol's friends aren't selling her anything. That, mm. uh, her paranormal group, they're not selling each other stuff. But they're all feeding into each other. They're all... They're all helping each other sell yeah, stuff yeah, but to other people. But but Carol's not selling a book as far as I'm aware. No. I think the, the only thing Ca- Carol yeah. makes from it, I think, is relatively recent... Where she'll do a protective spell for like a tenor or something, yeah, and that's it. And then, and again, it's not compulsory. <laughs> you know, it's not. I don't it's think not Carol, needed. I don't think Carol gets any money from Bill from that he gets from that house. I think. I think what Carol gets, gets out perks. of it, yeah, she gets the perks of being able to go into the she house, can go in that house whenever whatever she wants, she wants. With, with, with her ghost group. group. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. then that implies to me what you were saying before that you said you, you you don't think she believes it. She must do because why else would you want to keep going back in there if you? Didn't believe it was haunted because for me, for my my personal feeling on it is, is that within that group she's mother hen. So within that group she's a, so are they her employees. Does she no pay no, them? no no oh, no okay. no? But she's the leader of the gang. Oh, okay. So so she she likes being the yeah. Well, the, but that, that's socialising. She likes yeah. socialising and feeling important within her group, which which everyone does. Car- Carol's group isn't a for profit thing. Like there are these groups on the internet where you go and spend a night in a haunted location yeah. with them. Carol isn't one of those. Carol is a group of like minded believers right. who travel about the place looking at haunted things, and that's it. They don't make money from it. They're, okay. they're just they're just. I think I think she perpetuates it because. She wouldn't have any else to That's do. what they do. Yeah. It's like people go and play Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. You know, they... If someone just turns around one of them groups and goes, We're not fucking wizards! Mm. You know, that, that ruins the game. Yeah. That ruins the game. Now, I don't, I don't know any other members of the group other than the lad we met. Mm. Um, 
so I don't know what they're like, and I don't know what they believe, and if they believe it or, or you not. You see, because I've met them, and they're fairly, what you would imagine, they're fairly eccentric. But again, they're not hurting anyone. No, no, absolutely. No, that's what's uh, yeah, but, okay, I mean, you've got to go, so I won't get you on that. But the, the defence of it's not hurting anyone is is fine in in context of them just going into a house and playing with toys, in my opinion, playing with toys and trying to find a go. You know, okay. that's fine. But but it's like it's like... It's like with you earlier on when I was talking about if, if you get called an idiot enough times, not not you, but I mean in general, yeah. if someone gets called an idiot, they might start questioning, am I an idiot? Is that what people think of me? So if you if enough of your friends start you know, believing in ghosts, you they could start another thing within their group and convince her of other things that could, you know, because you, you've got so much trust in that circle and you're not letting in any new information, which yeah. means that it's making it... So for me, that's what... It's, as much as you say it's not hurting anyone... That's you. I mean, that's you on the outside. You don't know what's going on on the inside with those people. And and for me, the worry is the mental health and the psychological damage that something like something like a self perpetuating group, which is what I perceive it to be, right, would produce between each other. My question to that would be: Do you worry about people who go to church? Then yeah. Do you worry about people who go to a mosque? I, I worry about all religions. Yeah. Would you go and confront these people about yeah, it? Yeah, I have. You have. I've spoken to friends of mine. Yeah, I've spoken to friends of mine about Sit religious down, beliefs. Barry. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't confront. Sorry, confront them is probably the wrong word because I wouldn't go out them and go. What the fuck are you? Because that's not fair and that's not you know whatever. But I. But I have friends of most religions, right? And I have acquaintances of every. Like I've, I've got enough that I could you know. Pinch. I'm not going to go. Oh, I've got a friend in every you know because mm. there's no point in saying that. But I. I have spoken to almost every mainstream religion about what they believe and why they still do it and most of the time it's they're just following a tradition they're following a line of thought that has been passed down to them which again you could say is fine but if you never question something and you never i mean that's why i like what you're doing is you're at least questioning what you believe Mm. but if you never question it you never evolve as or you never potentially evolve or, or learn a new way that could be better than the previous generation i suppose yeah but it's like the people in the church. They're not hurting anyone. Sometimes they are. But. But. But that's in them as a person. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. I absolutely agree with that. So, I think there's. So, can I quickly back up yeah, a point that you just yeah. said that? But a person isn't born that way. They will have had that learning mm. embedded into them at some point mm. and that will have been a part of them going to church as growing up for example mm. so as much as you can say it was in them as a person you're not born a person that maybe does a terrorist thing you you will have been convinced of it over time well, or you will well, have been told the, the, that it's the terrorist thing is a, is a, is a bigger discussion yes yeah, really I really have to leave for sorry, my gig yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, really really we're, sorry we're, I've we're got <laughs> okay, that's fine. Right, I'm, really, we, I'm gonna really quickly yeah, pause I'm, this. I am gonna be okay for work so that was so much fun to edit so interesting to listen back to so much fun to make I'm really proud of how that came out I've been really proud of the last couple of episodes to be honest with you I really felt like I've turned a corner in terms of creating these and editing these and putting them together into uh, a very enjoyable and entertaining format but it was really hard and quite a challenge to get this one right because I didn't want it to be too dark and too bleak but I also didn't want to censor anything they said and I've I've given them both options to listen to it beforehand they've both approved it going out so everything in it is fine I I found them very open. I found them very honest, and I I felt like uh, even at one point uh, I asked Barry a question, and he looked at Ray, and Ray had to remind him to not just be professional about this, to just say the truth because that's why he's here. I really respect them a lot anyway, but my respect level for them went up quite a lot 
with the amount of honesty and openness and humbleness that came out in this interview. If you would like to check out the Parapod, I would highly recommend it. Honestly, it's amazing. They've done two seasons of 10 episodes each and a Halloween special, which was just amazingly well produced. Seriously, it's so good. I I keep waxing lyrical about this show to everyone I can talk to, but it's just because I think it's amazingly well done. And also I'm fanatical about ghosts, the paranormal, gods fairy stories just just anything that's psychologically interesting and uh, i won't get into it here but yeah i just find i find this sort of thing very fascinating and i suppose their podcast is half about the paranormal and half about friendship because you can tell they both care about each other and you can tell that there's a lot of love in the room when they talk but they get angry because they don't agree but it doesn't matter they don't agree that's a that's a lesson i learned a lot this year is that i don't have to agree with someone to be friends with them anyway i think i've rambled enough if you've enjoyed this please do share it please do tell a friend about it uh, both this episode and the actual podcast itself really helps out with the download numbers um, if you're going to the edinburgh fringe festival please go and support barry he's doing his first ever edinburgh show called barry dodds live in concert it's at the cabaret voltaire it's from the 21st to the 28th of august at 3 20 p.m i'm tempted to do like a little group outing down there if anyone's up for that let me know join the facebook group which is the rc industry podcast on facebook of course and just tell me that you're interested and we'll see if we can do like some sort of big mass group outing down to go and watch him and help and support him because because they're so giving and so readily available for their time that i i feel like we should give something back to them i'm gonna go either way but it'd be great if we sort of had like a a big rc industry flash mob shall we say anyway if you'd like to support this podcast as always there is a paypal button on my website which you can do if you would like to take part in the passing the hat donation but if you would like to be a regular supporter which would help out the show immeasurably please do consider becoming a patron from one dollar an episode which is about 80p which would allow me to have a budget for future episodes and at the moment i've just signed up two amazing guests and until i get the actual uh, date for the interview i don't want to announce it but one of them is a massive tv writer who is one of my heroes and the other one is, I'm not going to say any, I'm not even going to give any clues for that one because it'll be too obvious who they are and I don't want to give it away. So please do join the Facebook group if you want to know who they are first. That is the best place to get that information. But anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for sharing. And thank you very much for donating if you do. I will see you all in about 10 days time. Bye.